All right, everyone, welcome to episode one of the Taste Buds spinoff podcast. Don't have a name Ear, for it, but... Earbuds. No, you didn't just come up with that. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I was going to go with, like... Wow, okay. That's amazing. Seriously, Earbuds came, came to me. You totally one up to me on my own podcast. No, this is our podcast earbuds all right i like that all right evan great intro great great jumping right in there why don't you give the people people probably you know if you listen to taste buds you get a little bit of a of an idea of of, of who i am but evan go into a little bit of your background what, what, what do people what do you want the people to know about you sure so uh yeah evan it's my name um brandon and i go back to i think the seventh grade Seventh grade, yeah. Southboro, mm-hmm. right after his bar mitzvah, which is a story <laughs> that we'll probably invited. delve into. Uh, kept in touch ever since then, uh, even though we've lived in different cities for, what, the last, like, ten years, which is really depressing. Yeah. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we're old, dude. Um, but, yeah, just uh, really kept in touch, have a lot of the same interests, and uh, music is definitely one of them. Um I think both of us over the years have introduced the other to a lot of different music. Uh, I feel like my my tastes are uh, pretty heavily hip hop and street street rap, if you will. Coming from <clears throat> from that voice, those words are probably not not very genuine, but uh, I wish that's... people could see the. I wish people had the video of you with the Hawaiian shirt on, just totally the street rap, the street rap yeah. persona personified right here. It really, yeah, you can tell by how how easily it rolled off the tongue. It's definitely <laughs> a phrase I I use a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, our our tastes converge a lot, but also we listen to a lot of stuff that the other one has no interest in, and I think that makes us uh, a good good uh, sound you know we can bounce things off each other and and uh try and bring us closer together in our music tastes but uh we we have plenty to mutually enjoy i think you know we're always like texting each other with the latest song you know that that one of us thinks the other will like and uh it's been a it's been a very good music relationship that's developed it's a a healthy music relationship like it's i i think we were comfortable enough to know like you'll send me something i won't necessarily love it you i send you something not you're not a big fan we're not afraid to be like yeah no not my thing like it's like we're just we know we we know there's like we were just talking about this before where there's like about a 30 percent overlap with our music taste and that but the 30 percent is really good shit like we Mm -hmm. we we're very passionate about that 30 percent and i remember very specifically like getting pulled into this like alternative R&B from you. Like you pulled me into this, like I, I, that was before alternative R&B was even like a, a name that people would give it. It was almost like nobody knew what it was. And it was, it was kind of after the Kid Cudi era and morphed into like the weekend, kind of this dark R&B. Um, and I remember you playing the weekend for the first time and it totally like blew my mind of like what is possible with like, you didn't know, really know how to define it. And it kind of, Drake also was in that and it, it kind of defined his music also. Um, and it, and I think that's where like I grew up as a music fan was like back when, um, you know, it, it evolved beyond just rap music. I could never for some reason get into like straight rap. I just couldn't relate to it. Um, understandably coming from Southboro, Mass. Um, 
but something about like the alternative like kind of the emotional side deeper emotional side of rap like it, it like struck a chord with me and i remember you were the first person to kind of like pull me into that world which was like the weekend and who else was who do, who, do, who else would you consider in that kind of genre of early on yeah that's uh that's definitely the biggest overlap i would say in our tastes and uh the weekend is is probably the godfather of that um you've gotten way into frank ocean more than i ever did way uh, into frank he you know he he delves into that emotional into that emotional side of it which i think you like you need to to connect emotionally a lot more than i do with with music in general i just kind of if it sounds good i don't care if i've never lived one second of it i i can i can you know enjoy it um and that, you know there's nothing wrong with either either way of thinking it's just uh that's kind of where we where we diverge and uh i think even later like division i think we we both of us have really gotten into division uh i had the fortune of seeing them live in new york city actually i think you were there but we weren't together right were you at that that show at terminal five i wasn't there but i remember i don't know there was some reason i couldn't go there's like it was I had some other thing going on. I couldn't go, and I was I was pretty pissed about it because Division was we were pretty we, that was another one where we were we were like we were early on, and it was it was fun when Division was like we didn't even know how to pronounce the name of it. It was like is it DVSN? DVSN. And and we didn't know who they were. It was like they it was like kind of the weekend, very similar to how the weekend branded themselves from um, both from Toronto too. Both yeah, and that's another thing. It's like all these Toronto that Toronto influence. Um, yeah, it's kind of like the uh, this that like they they were they just there's something there's something to like kind of branding yourself that way early on that like is very intriguing and it catches my like I feel there's something it ca- it just catches my attention and we were talking about how like we were gonna come up with a list of rappers that least sound like they look like and how like Nav was kind of on that and Nav was kind of like that too or like early on when when like like the weekend was like tweeting out like Nav like uh songs and because he was featured on them and you just had no idea what the guy looked like it's kind of like oh, better definitely. it's like it, it sounds you know especially when you're a guy like nav that's like well it's definitely better because when i first heard nav or nav however you say his name is it i feel like it's nav is it, it nav i think it's nav i think it is but anyway we'll refer to him as as nav for this conversation but the first time i heard him was on uh i think birds in the trap sing mcknight and he was on that song beebs in the trap which mm. uh he had the chorus on that and i think the first verse and he was he was like by far the best part of that song and one of the best one of the highlights of that album and we had no idea what he looked like and i was i, I remember i don't know if you go on reddit but people were thinking that it was actually justin bieber in that part he was like under an under like an alias he was just dropping the n-word every third word which i it's a funny thing to I guess to think it's back. one way to one one way to be able to do that is just go under an alias name. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh but then when we found out what he looked like, he's he's not Justin Bieber, he's actually a uh he's like a thirty year old Indian guy from Toronto. And uh Is he thirty? Yeah. He's he's much older than, than you would think too. He's just a late bloomer. Which is funny that blowing up and you're like twenty five is like you're like a dinosaur now now it's like you have to be like 19 when you're when you're first famous uh, yeah yeah that that kind of uh ruined the the illusion a little bit when i 
first looked him up on Google. <laughs> this, this doesn't first sound right. Get coming, a poppin'. Yeah, this doesn't sound right coming out of. By the way, the weekend was. I think the weekend is considered brown, but we'll we'll get into that. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we don't we'll, have we'll to, maybe so. we don't have to get into that, but uh, we can leave it at that. <laughs> but no, but I mean that does kind of get into like that that yeah I would say that is the main genre that would you say that that's still your number one like are you into moody what do you what do you call that I guess what is what do you call the weekend nav I don't know who else is in that party next door um yeah like uh dvsn or division like moody moody r&b kind of you know what the weird thing I've seen it defined as pbr and b have you heard of this no what, what does that mean like pbr the beer oh yeah. Okay. It's like it doesn't really make sense because they don't like hipster like, R&B. Yeah, I think it's more the people that listen to it drink PBR than like the people recording it. Like the weekend definitely doesn't drink PBR, or he hasn't <laughs> no, drank it since like 2009. But I I think a lot of people that listen to him and identify with him are PBR fans. So that's just kind of the term. I've used. I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't use it like in conversation. But if I were to uh, characterize it, that's the. I think it actually has a Wikipedia page for PBR and B, and like the weekend and Frank are like on the, like they have pictures of them on the page. That's how like. Oh, mainstream. interesting. That's yeah, I mean, I, I think like it was kind of this alternative hipster movement that that like came out of rap that like a lot of like maybe people like me even like kind of couldn't identify with r&b and rap very much like and we found like our voice in this like kind of alternative hipster r&b like kid cuddy for me was i remember like being in high school or being in even middle school and kind of being around rap and having friends that listen to rap and i like whether it be like eminem or um 50 cent like like there's a bunch of rappers out there that like where it just it never really I, I never was able like I enjoyed the music but it never really meant it like it, it never really like resonated with me and then Kid Cudi was the first artist that like really I was like wow this sounds for some reason like I identify with this music and it like sounds like I can I can it just felt right it's I think a lot of people I've talked to that are fans of Cudi kind of had that same reaction with him where they feel like he's he's my artist like he you have a personal connection with Cudi um, and then that opened up my love, love for music, like from there, like I kind of loved, I wanted to dive deep into like that genre, whatever he was kind of trying to explore. I was like following, following along with him. Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand. I mean, he was one of the first to sort of blaze that trail of like opening up emotionally and not just being about, you know, how rich you are and how, how much, you know, you're going to steal everybody's girl and and he was like he flipped that and i think we owe a lot of that to kanye as well you know with like spaceship songs songs like that on on the college dropout where he was like admitting how like miserable he was and um you know i think the two of them really propelled that that to another level and then we got we were lucky that the weekend uh you know decided to uh go that route um, at least for the first few years of his career with that, that awesome talent he has. And it made something really special. Yeah, I, I mean, it's true because he could have, yeah, like he could have totally, with the amount of talent that The weekend had with his voice, like 
if 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 another person heard him early on, like he could have yeah. been like brought directly into pop, but like for him to start kind of in this isolation and it created this like beautiful this beautiful music that like it was so different than anything else. I remember I thought I thought it was a woman that you were playing. I was like, oh, who's this chick that like this is like this new R and B like and like and I remember that was a high for this when I first heard it. Um and no, but you back to like the the Kanye thing. I think it's like I remember 808s and Heartbreak was also like that was so different than like, it, a lot of people came out and like did not like that album. I was on I I, I actually it, that was one I look back on and and it gets better. Like I, I I still listen to that album a good amount, which I don't know if I'm in the minority for that, but um, it's one of my favorite Kanye albums, and it's because like it, it's such a it, it ushered in that new sound for for hip hop. Like it it really um, it, it brought Cuddy to the to the limelight, um, and it and it created like Drake, like Drake followed in the footsteps. Um, you know, everyone kind of felt like the doors were blown off of of hip hop, and you didn't you could kind of let your guard down. You didn't need to always have this bravado and this ego. Um, like that's usually that's what hip hop was before. It was just like you know flexing your ego. Um, but now like you know people were being able to like express themselves like kind of like the way grunge rock was like the same way like kind of being able to get in their feels and and people started resonating with it and that's why drake like drake pounced on that and became what he is now like because he was in the wake of that yeah yeah i'm glad you brought up drake because he kind of took it to the next level where he was singing about those themes but like making it like a club banger you know like like uh you made it mainstream yeah, I mean, you listen to some of these songs like Controller and like the, you know, uh, Find Your Love and like even going back then and all these songs are, you know, kind of like yearning over the one that got away and but he's making it sound like tropical and, and like actually fun to listen to. So yeah. that was the logical next step, you know, take those themes and, and make it mainstream, which he's done and now he's like the biggest artist in the world for the past decade so it's crazy to think to him. him in the, him in the weekend like it's still yeah. where do you stand on the weekend right now like being a part of his journey as an artist where do you stand yes yeah, so uh it's i've thought about this a lot it's like he couldn't just keep doing what he was doing forever he couldn't stay in that grungy you know singing about uh being in some shitty hotel room in Montreal at three in the morning and, uh, you know, doing meth or whatever, whatever he was singing about on those first albums. Uh, it would have just sounded stale if he had done that, you know, nine years later, but he's, I've liked a good amount of the, the last few albums of his, and he's definitely leaned into that pop sound a lot more, which, like I said, I don't, I, I don't know what else he could have done. You know, you can't just do the same thing forever. He has so much talent and he, he had to sort of explore what it would sound like on these, these mass mainstream pop sounds. You know, it's, it is what it is. I like blinding lights. I like blinding lights. It's a good song. I, I, I got excited when I heard it on the, on the draft last night, they were playing it during like one of those picks and, but it was like that song is never gonna. I don't go out of my way to play that song, you know. It's right. it's just it is what it is. He's he's gonna be in our lives for for a while now. He's he's established himself, 
we'll always have that first few years to look back on. Uh, I think to expect him to keep doing that forever is just ridiculous because he would he's so like successful now he's so rich now that it wouldn't even ring true you know he's not working at the gap and listening to his own songs on like you heard that story he was he was working at the gap in toronto and mm-hmm. they played high for this or, or something on the on the speaker at the store and he they didn't know it was him he was like right, close. Right. like he's never going to be that person again and that's great i mean that, that's it's just one of those things i don't even think it's worth getting upset about you know we we have plenty of stuff to go back to and now maybe he'll make another great song like there's been really good songs on these albums these these newer albums that i love like reminder on i think the starboy album was was really yeah, good yeah that was more like a hip-hop that was like yeah that was that was, yeah the, he, he's he's definitely like he's able to he's very versatile with, with and i think his last album was a good i actually really liked it i know you said that you weren't you haven't gotten that into it yet, um, no, but I have not. <laughs> I've uh, I've actually really enjoyed. I actually I, I I mean, I kind of agree with you on the weekend. I'm not the type that's gonna be like, oh, his old shit is better. Like you know, I wish he'd go back to his old stuff. It's like people change and people's circumstances change and kind of what they like. He has so much more at his disposal in terms of like. Like he, it just like it makes sense for him to go in this in this route, and I I think he's actually I was a little bit worried before this last album came out that he was kind of not he 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 wasn't going to be as like this this really showed how he's still a well well rounded musician, um and kind of is able to to play in different arenas like he doesn't stay and he doesn't he didn't go super pop he still is able to dip his toe back into like some moody um R and B which is what got him to where he is now. Um, so I'm, I'm happy, but like you look at kind of, if you compare trajectories between like a weekend type and then like a kid Cuddy type, which is like, he's just relentlessly true to himself, like goes off and, and basically goes off the grid, goes off the map, like be, makes a rock album that everybody pretty much hates, but he's able to like, it, I, you, I, I'm, I love, I'm like so bought into Cuddy as a person that like, he could do no wrong in my opinion. Like, like I love the guy so much that I'm like along, I'm, I'm there for his journey no matter where he goes, you know? So like, it's, um, it, it, I, I respect, I respect both, both sides of it. You know, I respect when someone's yeah. just trying to explore their musical, like they're trying to find themselves through music. That's kind of what Cuddy was doing. And he obviously doesn't have the musical talent vocally that the weekend has. So he wasn't able to do the stuff the weekend is able to do. Right. And Drake, too. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it, most artists of that skill, they hit this point where they can either go the mainstream route and alienate their, like, hardcore fans, or they, like, double down and just put out crazy stuff, and their their hardcore fans will like them even more, but they won't get that mainstream appeal. And I think Cuddy, Cuddy definitely went the, the second route, and The Weeknd went the first route. You know, Cuddy... But, but Cuddy still has that, like... He was able to like still have that mainstream appeal because people he he's he also like stars in like he's in Westworld and he's kind of like he he has like a song with Travis Scott. How to Scott, make in so, America? Like, how to back. make in America? Entourage movie like he kind of does dip his toe into pop culture. So I feel like he's almost a, in his kind of his relationship with Kanye like he's still in Kanye songs. So like he's he still has that like mass mass appeal. Um, but I I know I know what you mean like he's. 
he, he like I think people respect like he's he, his hardcore fans are the most hardcore fans that any other artist has. Like no yeah. other artist has the hardcore fan. If you honestly, if you one thing that it, it's an amazing thing to do is when you go on like a, like a Kid Cudi YouTube, like go on like his YouTube videos. Like if you just any video that any any song that he has, if you go on YouTube and read the comments, it's always like such like out an outpouring of love for yeah, Cuddy. It's like, like the song saved my life. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty, it, <laughs> yeah. if you're ever in a dark place, like go read the comments of Cuddy YouTube videos. They're like unbelievable. <laughs> oh, they love him. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's awesome. He, he was one of the best examples of sort of having his cake and eating it too, where, yeah, he did have the means, the mainstream success. And then he's kept his hardcore fans. I feel like if you look at like someone like Wiz Khalifa, <sighs> Great. I'm glad you brought up Wiz. I'm really or glad. Like, or like Snoop Dogg. You know, these guys that have just stayed the same forever. They just rap about smoking weed and how great their lives are. And like, will you ever find like a hardcore like Wiz Khalifa fan or Snoop no. Dogg fan? Like these these guys are just, they're kind of there in the periphery. Well, Snoop Dogg like, might be because of his impact on hip hop, like, and, and also him being like an actor too. Um, he's a little bit Wiz Khalifa. Like, if you listen to a Wiz Khalifa song, it's like there's no soul in that song at all. No, it's like there's he's no like no substance. Through like, the song. It's yeah, which it's I, I give him credit. Hey, he he made a career of just phone, of mailing in every song. And dude, fast he owes his career to Fast Five. Like, oh, just yeah. basically made like he was like, all was, right, now I can take the rest of the songs off. Pretty much. <laughs> it's so funny that he was on that. I was just thinking about that. I was listening to that fast. Furious Seven rewatchables, and I was like, they they talked a lot about the about that song, and it it's just so funny that he was on that. He's barely like you don't listen to that song for Wiz Khalifa, you listen right. to it for the hook, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the sad chorus. But he's getting paid like while we speak, he's getting like hundred thousand dollars for that. This is like the biggest song, just, like it was like a top five song ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it like had the most views on YouTube of all time. So that that's where, um, you know, he went. He tried to go mainstream, and he and he did. I mean, he he did go mainstream, and now he had like, who's gonna, you know, be leaving comments on a Wiz Khalifa song that's saying that saved their life? You know, it's like, which that's fine. You know, he he's having a great life, but he's not gonna go down history the way Kid Cudi will. Well, yeah, because Kid Cudi like he sees himself as like a martyr where he like, he's had these crazy, obviously going through depression and, um, his, his like going into rehab, like he's gone through all this and is sharing kind of his, his struggles with the world. And it, and I think that it takes a lot of courage. Like we talked about, like there's, you know, what, it, what about Wiz Khalifa's music is like, it does takes courage, you know, like he, there is something to be said about like sharing your, your struggles and talking, even, you know, talking about, uh, this kind of transitions into today's today's rap scene where there's it's kind of this rebirth of um, these artists that are are sharing their struggles and unfortunately we're losing they're lose, we're like Juice World and and uh, you know XXX like there's the artists that are going through these crazy struggles and unfortunately are no longer with us and they have these fans that are just crazy loyal to them because the music really does it just resonates like they're able to you know it's similar to like we said with Cuddy um, where they um they're able to see themselves in the music and 
there you, if you look at the comments of, of a juice world song you're probably going to see the same thing as you would with a cutty song i mean it's uh it, 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 i guess what is your opinion about the current state of rap music like how, how it's a broad question but yeah where seriously like is there any any sort of insight in how rap has evolved from the kid cutty weekend frank ocean to kind of more of what they call the mumble rap um do you buy into any of that kind of the trash rap that this that that has become? Because I know you're you're bought into it. I think like you you still knowing the music you're sending me, you're bought you're along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're definitely right about that. I uh, I do think there's a lot of bad rap out there. It's it's a it's kind of a representation of all of society in general. Is that the simplest like if you appeal to the the dumbest people that you're going to get famous. And that, that goes into rap too, where you see all these people that just have, you know, they clearly don't have traditional talent. I mean, I would argue it is talent to get, to do that well, to do the worst thing well, but they don't, they, you know, you put these people up against Nas or, or Jay-Z or these people from the nineties. And, you know, it's no, you hear like Nas put out Illmatic when he was 19 years old. Mob Deep put drop the infamous when they were like 21, and these kid these guys now are it's not it's not even close. You you can't even compare them, but but they're doing what their current society wants them to do. You know nobody is nobody is going crazy for rap like Nas right now. You know it's if you want to get rich and famous, you have to appeal to the lowest common denominator, and there's people that do that better than others. I think there's a lot of people that do that while also still making genuinely good music. I think there's a lot of people that we can get into specifics if you want, but there's a lot of people that make what I would call relatively simple rap, but but it sounds really good. And you know, and and I think if you are starving for that type of hardcore lyrical rap, there's a lot of that to go around too. I don't I don't spend a lot of time on it, but there's a lot of there's just so many people out there right now, and it's so easy to get your music heard. You know, there's a, a million new rappers on SoundCloud every day, and YouTube and stuff. And all you need is like one little thread to you know, you know you, just one little song to catch on, and then that kind of balloons into more. And there's just there's so much out there that yeah, the 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 shit is gonna rise to the top and i'm not denying that but there's so much good stuff out there if you're willing to just kind of pick through it a little bit so that's right. kind of where i, I think stand. there's it's it's a difference between right it, i mean that was a great point where like there's like a democratization of music where like it's like everything is available to everyone now with spotify soundcloud like this yeah. music is everyone's making music and you can find whatever you want from music and i think it's it's created this like where pop music isn't the way pop music used to be, where like everyone used to turn to pop music to dictate trends and kind of that was what you would listen to was pop music. But now you like everyone has their own like micro genre that they like and they can kind of go deep in, go like, you know, into Spotify related artists and kind of go down a rabbit hole, discover weekly, um, you know, and, and stay in their little micro genre. And it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing, but, I think that what pop music has a lot to do with now is 
not just the music, right? It's like there's the Instagram and the TikTok and there's your brand is so much more than your music now with uh, like, you know, what, what makes you popular isn't just your music anymore. You have to have like a very easy to understand brand for like that. that that's something that um, I think like someone like Travis Scott was like really early on um, with kind of riding that in like a, in like a healthy way, like kind of riding the social media, especially with Kylie, like that blew him up. But um, there's a lot of other artists that are riding that wave in different ways, whether it's like TikTok, you know, going viral with TikTok dances and, um, you know, there's in, in little baby, like with like little pump, like there's, there's um maybe not lumping those two together, but um, <laughs> I was about to, I was about to, I knew you were going to grow me on that, that one. Point. Yeah. Little, little pump Carry though, on. right? Yes. Hey, I am not a little pump fan. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, like it, it just it just it's it's a little bit unfair now. It's almost like there's there was a time when it was a it was a good thing that there were so many people like SoundCloud rappers, people making music you could find what you want. Now it's 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 just to become popular and actually make money in this business, it, it's a whole different story. Like it's it's like it's really hard to you have to you have to really like focus on things outside of your music in order yeah. to become popular. I. Yeah, I mean, that's – I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just a reflection of society in general. You know, I, I was just thinking about – when you mentioned TikTok, I was mentioned, I was thinking about this song. Uh, I'm sure you've heard it. it Blueberry Fago. You heard this? Lil, Lil Mosey? Oh, yeah. It's uh, – that song blew up on TikTok. And then I think, I think it was even like a snippet. Like he put out like a 20-second – sample of it on and then it blew up on tiktok and there's probably some dance to it and then he dropped the full song a couple months later and that's like one of my favorite songs of like the last six months that song is great and that's not it's it's such a dumb song but it's it's like they ah shit you all right? I lose you again no uh i don't know you good i can hear yeah you. i'm good okay. yeah all right <laughs> You were frozen. I didn't, oh, okay. I, I don't know. You're still chop. You're coming in choppy, but it's all right. Uh, all right. I don't know. I was making my a pat in a passionate little mosey <laughs> point there that kind of just fell off. Yeah. Fuck it. Strike that from the well, record. Let's, we can, let's we see. No, no, no. Let's let's look at let's look at the top top songs on Spotify right now. We got the Tuesday Slide, which obvious is obvious. Blueberry yeah. well, Fago, that, number two. Yeah, that song's great. <laughs> I love it. It is. It. I mean, it, it's a good song. But you can look at the the TikTok influence on this top top list. I mean, even the St. John remix is oh, because of because TikTok that blew that up. Yeah, I know. That's great. St. John's great, by the way. Big. I. I the remix he's is awesome. good, but I love him as an artist. He's awesome. I think. I think you were first on that one. I think you're. I think you had me on that one. I'm trying but to remember. That, I, a lot of my music comes from like not even plug. I mean, I don't work for Spotify anymore, but Discover Weekly was Discover Weekly was was really big for me in discovering. I think St. John was on there. DVSN might have been on there. Division. Um, Division was also on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how I haven't listened to too much Discover Weekly lately, but that got me in. How about, we haven't given Black a shout out. Yes. Six laps. That's another he's, he's known around my house. <laughs> in no um, in no way does the number six 
Basically yeah. Letter B. And, and he knows it. It's he, G. There's no turning Six back now. It's G, not B. So All right. Who, who, could, we, could we go into your top five artists right now? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. So I've, uh, <laughs> I'm going off the top here, but I... I feel like I most recently evaluated my top five artists like six months ago. So it might have changed since then. But I, I think, and this is in no order, but I think The weekend still has to be there. Number which one? Which is just, no, no order. Which, the fact that he's there is ridiculous because I haven't liked his songs in the last like three years. But his <laughs> the, the other material he has is still... Enough to be in the top five for me. Okay, so he's number he's the first one I mentioned, not number one necessarily. Freddie Gibbs, I think Freddie Gibbs is number one. Freddie Gibbs oh. is th- this is I think our biggest diversion, where I think Freddie Gibbs, I can't relate to being uh, to being raised in Gary, Indiana, in the nineties. And, ha- and having to rob people in broad daylight to put food on the table. I can't relate to that. However, he is so talented. He's so skilled. He's so you can hear you can hear what he's saying. He goes so fast. He can go over any beat. He can slow down. He can sing a little bit. He has like hilarious lines. He calls people out with no no hesitation. And I think he and I've seen him live and he's amazing live, which I don't put a lot of value into that for listening on Spotify, but I have to mention it here. I, I saw him last year and he was amazing. He's so good live. It sounded exactly like his recording. Wow. Okay. That's and, yeah, that's a that's a whole different skill set to be a good live performer rapper yeah. especially. And, well, and what's you, what's one if you want to give one the, the listeners like one body of music to listen to from Freddie Gibbs like what yeah. what do you where, where where do you start if you're if you're just getting into Freddie Gibbs yeah so I think his most his most acclaimed product is probably Pinata with because it's uh, Madlib Madlib is a very very acclaimed producer and he produced the whole thing so it's it's Freddie Gibbs and Madlib it's like not even a just a Freddie Gibbs album. So that that album is really good, and it, and I listen to that. I go back to that a lot. Um, there is another album that I like a little bit more by Freddie, and it's called Shadow of a Doubt. Uh, I think it came out like a year later, like 2014, 15 area, and that's where I'd start if I was getting trying to get into Freddie Gibbs. Put on the album Shadow of a Doubt, and thank me later. All right, that is a great album. Okay. Love so, it. Right, Freddy, he's great. Uh, there's a lot of places I can go here. I, I'd probably say Big Crit here. Um, I think this is another artist that I've tried to recommend to you several times, and it hasn't. No, really I love Crit. No, I okay. okay. I lo- I actually love Crit, but I okay. it's. I mean, I don't know if it's quite clicked, but it, it's, it's. You don't love. You I don't love Crit. I certain Crit. There's a couple really good Big Crit verses that I've like. One I forget he do. Yep, 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 yep. That was it. Yeah. Um, His verse on one train is it's ridiculously good. Ridiculous. That I mean, honestly, he, everyone uh, yeah, is good I, on that, but he dominates all of them. Yeah. Who else is on that? Is that Kendrick, J Cole? Yeah, there's no. like nine people on it. It's. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh Action Bronson. Yeah, Bronson's on it. Yellow Wolf is on it. We don't Yellow talk Wolf. About 
ASAP. It's ASAP Rocky's song. It's on his his album. Danny Brown. But, uh, Kendrick's Joey. on it. Danny Brown's on it. Yeah, Joey Badass is on it. Uh, I think that's yeah. Danny Brown's verse you get to. But anyway, Crit had the best verse on that. And uh, if you're trying to get into Big Crit, uh, I would recommend he, his mixtapes are. He's one of those guys whose best music isn't on Spotify, unfortunately, because it's mixtapes. But his mixtape called Return of Forever is, or Forever, is really good. <laughs> it's like the number four ever. Uh, that mixtape is incredible. And also saw him live. He didn't perform long enough. He was there for like less than an hour. It was really disappointing. But he was great, but he, he left way too early. So there's my big crit story. Um, all right, so I'm, that's three, right? Yep. Sorry, I'm taking. I'm like monopolizing this whole thing. But hey, you asked me this, so yeah. You know what? You're passionate about it, so just yeah. keep going. Okay, number four. I'm going cousin Stiz. Cousin Stiz. Oh, local, Boston local Smiles. boy. Yes, the only good rapper. Well, the only rapper. Well, joiner. He's from Worcester, nope. and I do not like Joyner Lucas. Okay. So, hey, we're closer to Worcester. We were we grew up closer to Worcester than Boston. I don't know. Well, I went to college in Boston for five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Stiz, cousin Stiz is from uh, Dorchester, I believe, and cousin Stiz is a weird case where when I, he's one of those people where like I love listening to his music. I I listen to it very often, and then when I put it on like in front of people, I'm like. Oh, this isn't that great, you know. I, I like I need them to listen to it on their own before I can. <laughs> I feel like bad for putting it on for them because it's so like, you know, it's like you kind of have to like. I don't know. It has to like click for you, and that's not. That's, a, I mean, that's the thing with music. It. It's got to be personal, not, you know. Yeah, that's not a knock on Stiz because I really do. He's very talented, and I, I wish he was bigger. Uh, but I don't think his worth ethic has been enough to make him big. I, he he goes so long without dropping anything that's like you can't like we were talking about that you got to put out a lot of music to to be big these days. Right. And he's just kind of floating along, which is fine. I I like what he's putting out, but he, he doesn't put out enough of it to get big. <clears throat> and I will willingly admit that a lot of this ranking stems from the fact that he's from Boston but I've listened to plenty of rappers from Boston and I didn't like any of them until Cousins this so there we go his music okay. is really All right. uh, number five that's a tough one I, those are like my big four where I go to them most I guess Travis will be here just by default Travis Scott we don't need to go into Travis Scott he's incredibly incredibly popular seen him a lot he's he's a great laugh he's a performer he's i've seen him like three times four times that's yeah i'm jealous of you i've only seen him once uh and i was really tired at the end of a long festival but he was a workout it's a workout to be in a travis scott to be in in a in a mosh pit with travis scott yeah yeah and uh, and even more after three days of the Miami heat, oh, literally God. Miami, like 90 degree heat. <laughs> so that, that'll be my top five. So we don't need to get Travis Scott. Is that, is that, I think, is that top five right now? Or is this like, 
what you're playing is this like what you're playing your top five artists that you're playing right now or is this just in history of like music that you've listened to that you would rank these five as uh maybe it's the same probably both that's been my top five for a few years now and i don't think any of them are relatively new to the scene they're all they've all been putting on music for a long time now and uh you know i i've probably played albums just as much as them i've played like get richard Hatch trying more than any of those artists i probably just listed and lloyd banks like you know the game i, I was really into g unit back when, when we were kids and those those guys have stuck with me for until now so uh in terms of longevity the like the g unit crew and and cameron and and uh there's been a lot of guys who I've listened to more and, and probably spent more total time with, but I think that the five I just mentioned have clicked with me more and, and stuck with me through the last like five years, which is when I really came into started like really dissecting rap music like that. So are you like, is there anyone outside the, 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 the sphere of rap music that you like listen to that you would maybe as an honorable mention, like, uh, like, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, uh, like, do you, is it just rap or do you kind of branch out once in a while? Do you have a guilty pleasure? Do you have like, Man. I don't know. Is there anything outside of rap? <laughs> it's pretty much just rap. I mean, uh, I really, I like, uh. I've kind of gotten into country, to be honest, which is oh, okay. Well, moving on. Um, I live in Florida. For anyone who doesn't I know, know I've, I've moved. I've lived in the Tampa, Florida area for the last six years, and uh, rub it <laughs> off on you. Ran just faded into the into the abyss. There, could only see the top of his head. Uh, <laughs> I like country. All right, it's it's all right, good. I won't it's judge good you. to play outside. Um, in terms of artists that have really resonated with me, it's not it's not a long list outside of rap. I, I you know what the the one that I that would probably be outside of that is Red Hot Chili Peppers, which is like the most basic not it's like the most basic rock group of all time. But yeah, but they when we were I, kids, I like Red Hot Chili like, Peppers, and yeah, I was oh, just yeah. listening to their stuff, and I was I was happy. They I don't know if you care about Red Hot Chili Peppers anymore, but they just got uh the guy uh John. Oh, John Frusciante. Yeah, he's back in there in the group. Now. Yeah, he was going to be. They were going to do Boston Calling, but it got canceled, obviously. Oh, yeah, I went to Boston Calling. That was fun. Back when Good I was times. in Boston. Back when there was concerts and festivals. Um. Okay. Yeah. So okay, sorry, that's that, cool. I got you way, probably way off track there, but. Oh, that's that's you know that's what we're here for. We're, I we're never just, get to expand on my top five. I know. I feel like you were waiting for someone to talk to this about. Pretty much. Oh, I was. I definitely was. Yeah. It was, that, that was a long time coming. But let's get back on track. Maybe we can spin that off into its own. Its own podcast. Exclusive, yeah. Downloadable content. <laughs> this is a sp- that's Spotify only. Patreon. That'd be a. Sp- pay my pay my Patreon. <laughs> top five artists. Evans top five. Um, wait, I'm going to go over my top five now. Just really quick. Yeah, I, won't I would be love as long to hear it. I bet I can guess right, it. So, Hold on. All right. Wait. Yeah, let's see if you can guess it. Okay. Frank? Yep. Weekend? No. All right. Tame Impala? No. Oh. Uh, Travis? No. Hmm. 
All right. Then I don't know. I don't know where you're going. You just go. <laughs> go for it. I don't know. Mine are kind Radio of more host. power rankings because I mine do change. There's a couple. Kanye. There's a couple of people that stay there for are going to stay there forever. So the the ones that are going to stay there forever are Frank, Mac, and oh, yeah. Cuddy. Oh yeah. Those are the yeah, three. Was, the core oh, three. Was, yeah. Yeah. I should have gotten those. That's all right. Um, but the other one that I've recently really gotten in, gotten into outside of the rap game is Bonnie Vare. Yes. Oh, I'm a fan. Oh, I I'm love Bonnie Vare. Big Bonnie Vare fan. And then the last one is also maybe on this list. Hasn't come out with music in a while. You're not a fan. Can you can yeah, you guess? No, you, hate, you hate him. Oh, I do. Uh, no, I don't know. You probably don't hate him, but no, I, widely considered the be- widely considered like the best rapper alive. What? Uh, oh, Jake Holt. No, oh, that's he's right outside. He's probably number <laughs> six. Uh, best rapper alive. Come on, dude. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> you think Logic's on my list? Well, I'm trying to think of people I hate that I think you might like. That I, that I, I would, don't hate him as are... much as I thought you did. Kendrick. Oh, no, I don't hate Kendrick. You don't I, hate Kendrick. I don't. I do not hate Kendrick Lamar. But you I don't like my, him that much. I can get into my Kendrick Lamar take at any time. Whenever you're ready, I can. We, we got into a little Twitter uh, Twitter beef about it. Twitter argument. You, yeah. You, you, I think you excluded Damn from like a list of top like 10. 20 songs. Top 10. Top this 10 albums of 2017. Such an egregious... Top such 10 a... hip-hop rap albums of 2017. I would not have been ab- in the top 10. <laughs> just an absolutely ludicrous... Well, I said he would he would scrape into my top 10. He, he'd like make it by the skin of his teeth. And it was also the top 10 of the 12 that like XXL had chosen to randomly post. So I, there could be more outside of that that I hadn't even thought of. Yeah, I, 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 w- I don't even want to get into the ones that you picked above it, but... Oh, that's yeah. that's maybe a whole other podcast. I don't, we don't want to lose our listeners that quickly, but <laughs> I think they would love some conflict. Oh God, no! I, I think that is true. That's that's one of the best parts that we need to have some uh, difference in taste. But I'm trying to think of who else. You know, who I also really like like outside the rap um, genre is James Blake. He's also dipped his toe into rap with the Travis Scott collabs. Yeah. I mean, I like um, Mile High. I need to get into that. I I need to delve into that more. That album That's is. Never... I actually have that on vinyl. I got. I got a vinyl collection now. Oh, do you have it? Is it on your wall? Is that why you're looking at your wall? Yeah, it is. I don't know if it, this yeah. is going to be bad pot, bad radio. Bad radio. But see that? You, yeah. Can you recognize those three? Yeah, that's Man on the Moon, Good Kid, Man City, and uh, House of Balloons, right? Yep. Yep. And then, uh, and then there's two up on this wall. And then, which... uh, is that cert- swimming? On the yep. left, and then is that blonde? Yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> Those are probably, I would say, oof. These are maybe three of my top, three of my top. I know Blonde is number one. There's not even that's not even up for debate. Blonde's number one, my favorite album of all time. And he's, I don't think Blonde's in your top a hundred. It wouldn't make my top thousand. Probably top. It wouldn't. Be, you at one point said it wasn't your top. Like it was like a top three Frank Ocean album or something. Like that. <laughs> and he has like two albums. I still have. I like Channel Orange and I like Nostalgia Ultra more than it. 
It's in the top three Frank Ocean albums. Okay, thanks. I appreciate it. At least I made the top. At least I made the top three. Um, I do like all three of them. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't put Endless above it. Yeah, it's never been on Spotify. I never. It's I don't true. care enough to go into it. Uh, can you hear, hear Maddie in the back? Maddie, Maddie agrees with me. Maddie's, Maddie's appalled. Sorry, Vicky just got home, so she's gonna be going crazy for a minute. Hold on, let me, let me close the door. That'll, that'll cut down the sound. No, let's get, we should get Maddie in here. We're, she's gone. She went downstairs. All right, perfect. Oh, all right. Hold on. Double take. One sec. All right. What was your uh, What was your top song of 2019? Do you want to list off list list off your your top 10 songs of 2019? Let's just go right right through it. <laughs> I think I sent this to you when they made when Spotify made the your top songs playlist. I'm sure you did. This is an embarrassing top 10. I'm just gonna admit <laughs> this right now. <laughs> How about I go by unique artists? Because I have four songs by Playboy Cardi in the top 10. Oh my god. Are we, we didn't even get why Playboy. Yeah, why wasn't Playboy Cardi mentioned yet? Not not enough longevity. He needs one more album. And then he's there. I, oh, sorry. I almost I almost was off the Playboy Cardi after hearing that last song that he released. I just I almost like refused to listen to any more Playboy Cardi after that. We might, have to, we might need to spin this off into a Playboy Cardi podcast because <laughs> I really do think and I, I think I know your taste pretty well. I think you will like him. If okay, you can all right. listen to the rest right of I actually started listening to it, and I, I didn't hate it. The first couple uh, songs of the album that you picked, you wanted me to listen to. Yeah, yeah, Die Lit. It's the best album of the last twenty years. Great album cover too. Yeah, he's like stage diving. All right, so I'll go into the top ten by artists. Okay, first you're gonna you're gonna be surprised by the first one. It's by Offset. Okay. <laughs> And it's called On Fleek, which for a song that came out in 2019, that the word On Fleek jumped the shark in like 2014. But anyway, they named the song On Fleek in 2019. That's <laughs> that's one. And then uh, number two is Play by Cardi, No Time, great song. The uh, Baby, Celebrate, featuring Rich Homie Kwan, legend. Uh, St. John, Roses. The original. Nice. Oh, the uh, original. Yeah. Uh, Gunna. I feel like we'll get into some Gunna takes. Gunna. Uh, speed it up. Yeah. I'm just. Do you want me to just list off all the songs, or how do you want? You <laughs> yeah. want to provide no. commentary on these songs? Uh, I. I mean, Gunna. I, I, half of these songs I don't even. I honestly haven't even heard. I'm so. just gonna do this playlist after. All right, and then uh, Future. We haven't gotten into Future a lot. He he sniffed my top five. Future is. Future's disc- discography is ridiculous. This point, he he has so many good albums. It's what's your favorite Future album? Thing. Uh, either Dirty Sprite Two or Beast Mode. I have not gotten into Future, just like the big songs, but not back catalog of Future. You have a lot. You have a lot to get into. So that that was on there. Oh, Jaden Smith. We I think we both like this album. Yes. This was that the Jaden and Cuddy song, On My Own. That was a good song. Oh, that's a great, great song. Yeah. I don't know if that might be down my list at some point. And then uh, Cousin Stiz, 
straight to the paper. Uh, Roddy Rich, out the mud, great underrated Roddy Rich song. And then uh, Pierre Bourne. I think you like Pierre, right? Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? You know, he's, he's <laughs> uh, like a, I think I. I think I know Pierre. I think I honestly don't know if I could recognize it. Like, I'd recognize the song, but I, I can't think of it right now. Yeah, so uh, he he's a producer mostly, but he also raps a little bit. But it, anyway, he produced a song with uh, Young Nudie and 21 Savage called Mister, and it's a great song. All right. Check it out. And then uh, I think that's done. If I need one more, it's Chief Keef. <laughs> What can I say? <laughs> that just I really like Chief Keef's album with Zaytoven last year. Sue me. You came out I with like an album last year? I didn't even know that. Sure did. Yeah, very illuminating. Thank you for that, Evan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm honored <laughs> to deliver it. No, uh, honestly, uh, very excited to get this going. Um, Taste Buds music portion of the podcast wasn't really doing it for me. It wasn't wasn't stimulating enough for me. Mike Eagle with his uh, I don't think yeah. he recommended one song in that have whole you, thing. But I think there was this, this exact exchange. You have you heard Blinding Lights by the weekend? And then Mike said no. I think he you said like, who's who's the weekend? Yeah, I, he, it was, I didn't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass, embarrass him anymore on that okay. podcast. You know, let's we'll, we'll stick to if, if, you know, he can probably name a lot of chefs that you and I don't know anything about. So it's, he stays in his lane. This is our lane of music. I'm excited to dive into dive into music every week. New music, the, the world of music. And I think this is this whole quarantine thing is probably going it, to it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see the effect that it has on music. We didn't really talk about that, but it could be a good topic of conversation for next week. Um, yeah. People being trapped in their in their studios, maybe they make some better music, or maybe they don't because they don't collaborate with other people. But um, it could be interesting to see. I yeah, I totally agree. I don't I don't want to get into it too much because we're gonna get into it next time. But uh, we should we should end it with like something a little different. Like what I don't know. Best uh, we talked about best live performance. I don't know. But it doesn't. It doesn't have to be about music, right? We can talk about like best thing we, best. Uh, I don't know. Favorite. You can get into anything. Books, movies. Oh we wow! Just, yeah, let's do. Um, we're we're well, more than just music. We we have a we have a long friendship. Very de- <laughs> very uh, enriched friendship with lots of we lots do. of different. Yeah, we do. We I mean we, movies, TV. Music, food. We're fire. We got. We can cover a lot of different bases here. What's the yeah. best thing that you did this week? What's the best thing you did? Best thing I did. Well, get a new. Recording. Get a new house. Yeah, I got a new house. Yeah, I moved into there our new go. house. It was actually technically like a week and a half ago, but we'll let it slide. All right. It was. We'll uh, let it slide. That that counts. Yeah. So I moved into our me and. My girlfriend and I moved into our new house, and we are living in uh, Landal Lakes, not the butter, Florida. The butter is made in Wisconsin. I had to look that up as well. It's uh, it's a great little town. There's there's a lot of uh, families here. Uh, I'm I feel weird not having any kids. I feel like every house in this neighborhood has kids, and like 
kids graduating high school because they they didn't have uh, graduation this year, obviously, which is which is sad. So they're all putting out these elaborate like signs and stuff and pictures in their yard to like celebrate their their graduate, which is which I think is really nice. Uh-huh. Maybe that'll that that'll nice. maybe that'll be a, a you know a, a long lasting tradition. But I I feel bad for these kids that they didn't get to. Like their school year got cut off in March or whatever it was, the end of March, and I don't know, it sucks. Can you imagine it? What it was like if we were either, you know, ten years ago when we were in high school, or five years ago, or yeah, five or six years ago when we were graduating college, if we just didn't get to graduate, it would. It's, it's crazy. Like they're, they're four years or whatever they put in, just like over, like that. I know. And I know. There's they no can't getting do right. it back. Nope. It's and the stuck. world just goes up. I mean, it's, it's brutal. Yeah, I know. It's. I mean, very lucky that we're at these this point in our lives that, it, you know, it, it's. It, yeah. It, it, I. I. You gotta empath, empathize with, with those with the kids that are going through this right now, and they. They. You know, when you're that age, your social life is everything, especially when you're in high school. And imagine, just not being able to see your friends and just having to stay at home with your parents. It's like that's like a nightmare situation when you're in high school. <laughs> It's yeah, that's that's a great point. They have they can't go anywhere. They can't even go hang out with their friends or, or anything. And we, yeah, I, I TikTok dude, TikTok. That's all they do now. High schoolers <laughs> trapped in their parents' house. They just make TikTok videos. <laughs> oh, that's a sad. It's a very sad existence. So yeah. I'm sorry for them that they have to do that. But I hope uh, I hope they have a great freshman year next year in college. Whenever. We can get back to putting 300 people in one room together. It's just it sounds crazy to even like even watching like when you're watching like a TV show or a movie and you see like a big crowd and you're like it, it gives me this like anxiety like now because it, it and, and and we can also talk about maybe in the next podcast like what is the world of like how does this affect everything to do with movies TV like is there ever is there any movie gonna like portray this time like like a like a tv show like a sitcom for example like like a like how i met your mother type sitcom where they're out like that when we go back to this like social distancing going out to bars half occupancy like whatever the world we live in like it's going to be interesting to see how like tv shows reflect the new reality and if like how quickly they adapt like to not showing packed bars anymore and like not like they have to show what the reality is and it's it's a whole new world that we live in. There's no going back. Oh yeah, no, I, I definitely. I mean, I think uh, if we do go back to reality, then this little time, there's going to be so many movies and TV shows and books about this. Like you know, there's like a whole genre of like World War II and like books set around the the Depression and like all these all these like little pockets of history that have all this media surrounding them. So even if we don't, even if we do go back to normal, which I don't think we will, there's going to be all these shows and movies and books that reflect what this little two months or whatever it ends up being two month period. Two was years. Like. You think two it's going to be two years? It yeah, might be. That, um, that suck. Who knows? But uh, and then that's... it's like they they take it to the next level and they have the you know the cartoons that that just exaggerate everything and it's. It's definitely going to be one of those things where it's like you can't skip over it in history. No. As it's, much as Trump wants to. Oh boy, not political. Yeah. But, um, well, that's no, that's yeah. that's the truth. 
Um, good times, man. Well, that was, you know, will we'll hopefully be a distraction for people. And uh, I hope that someone, you know, it's you get a little insight into our music, our music tastes. And if you don't agree with us about our music tastes, we don't care. Don't you don't have to listen to us. You just, you know, whatever. Everyone has their own taste. We're going to talk I'll about take, ours. Disagree. I'll take any listeners. Even if they hate You know us. what? It, but, you know, if they, it, it, we, we want everyone, but if they don't want to, then, you know, there's other podcasts that have worse, yeah. you know, they, they listen to indie and country and stuff that we're not going to talk about. So, Lil Pump. If they're big Lil, Lil, Lil Pump. Pump. There's a, probably a whole podcast for Lil Pump if you look on Apple <laughs> or Spotify. Um, all right. So that was fun. We'll be back at some point, maybe next week, maybe the week after, and we'll give you guys the content that you're craving. So, I got nothing but time, my friend. I'm here. Neither of us do. We could have a four-hour podcast. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.